Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth. Hey, Eden. It's Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so I'm really, really excited today. I have someone I've known for years, and she's here as our guest. So we're going to start by introducing her and telling you a little bit about her. So Michelle Gelati Mandel activates and supports entrepreneurial women to make women to make a tangible difference in the world through businesses turned movements while also focusing on a more unapologetic self-expression. She supports clients to integrate their more full roster of talents, multiple passions, values, creativity, and spirituality into powerful brands that make others feel like they've known you forever. She believes the solution to engaging people is ensuring that you yourself are engaged. Having lived in a few countries since 2002, she considers herself a serial expat. However, she currently lives in sunny LA with her husband, teenage son, and pup named Holland, one of the places she's had the pleasure of living. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, ladies. Hi, yeah, we're so excited. Hi, I'm so excited too. Um, the I want to talk to you a little bit about that video that how I found you. Um, something serendipitous happened when we we all discovered that you were working on that or in the with the program um, that works with uh, the prison inmates. And I can't wait for you to talk more about it. Um, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about how we how we were led to you. Okay. Um, so what happened was I saw this video, and I, I imagine you know that it's been kind of going around social media. And um, it was this incredible. I watched it and I cried, and I felt like I I resonated so much with it myself for two reasons one just because I felt like I could have been um, in that circle with them and I would have made many steps forward uh, probably ended up right in, in the middle where they were and then and I'm hoping you know for our audience later you'll explain a little bit more about what that what I'm talking about but also just because of the way I work with my clients um, I too believe in um, what you guys are trying to do with these prisoners and it is it is intense work but it is it highly effective and i'm so honored to have you here someone who's involved with this program and i i wanted i want to just thank you so much for doing this because a lot of people don't give those give the prisoners the time of day and and they're they're just little boys little girls underneath <laughs> Who really need to be seen so i appreciate well, that she she sent it to me and i watched it with my family and we're all crying and then i end up i ended up posting it and sharing it and michelle ends up commenting i'm a part of this and so i tell eden because we had said we had said oh we should figure out who did this so we get them on the show and then yeah, that was i go i know her oh my god yeah. like so it just was really serendipitous for sure yeah when i sent it to kim 
I sent it with the intention of, I want you to see this and then we have to work our asses off to find this person because I need to talk to her. So, and I want her on our show. So, and then so easily you came forward. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us more, can you tell us more in detail about the project and what you're doing with it? Yes. Well, and, and speaking of coming forward so easily and effortlessly, or, you know, all of us finding our ways back to each other so effortlessly, um, I think, or I know that the reason that it was so effortless and the reason why I, you know, when I saw the video, Kim, that, that you posted and was like, oh my gosh, this is our project. Um, I am so proud to work on this project. And why? Because Eden, of everything that you shared, just the humanity in this project, the true, oh, I'm just, the truth um, behind this project. You know, you mentioned I could, I could be, and I will describe the circle thing for everyone listening, you know, I'm sure in some minutes, but how you could have been walking forward in that circle. Um, me as well. I have thought that many times when I've gone to the prisons and we've done circles like that. It's like, wow, look, I'm looking at this beautiful, gorgeous soul next to me and next to me and next to me and in front of me. And we've had kind of similar lives, you know? So, so, so I guess that's the perfect place to start um, is, uh, is, the, is, is that the Compassion Prison Project is about uh, refinding humani the humanity within inside of ourselves, um, you know, with those who, um, who, you know, who we don't know. And, and most especially because it is, you know, it is a project that is, um, that, that goes out far and wide, meaning, yes, we are supporting the men inside of these prisons, but the effect that this is having, even just on us, right? Not just even, but I'm saying on us who, who, are, lead, who are leading the program, it's just mind blowing how, how um, just what it is doing for, for, for our lives, for our um, awareness of so much you know, else that is going on in the world. So the Compassion Prison Project is exactly as it sounds. Um, it is a, a project, unlike other projects that I've been a part of um, for the same you know, uh, community on the inside, where instead of focusing on helping, uh, which I've done as well, helping uh, you know, these incarcerated men to figure out, let's say, what a business idea might be, at, so that so so that we do, you know, help help to uh, reduce the recidivism rate. Um, again, I've done programs like that. This particular program, and I think those are super super duper valuable as well, which is why I've been a part of them. This one that I that I that I felt so deeply in my heart and soul, thinking I need to be a part of this, and I need to be an ongoing part of this, and I will do whatever it takes, however much time, however many hours I have to drive. I, you want me to get up the score? Awesome, I'll do it. Is because this project is all about um, really being there with these men and 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 listening to them and speaking to them and hearing their stories. And again, again, uncovering the humanity and covering the, um, the stories, you know, that, that live within these men. And as perfectly said, Eden, there are little boys inside who at the end of the day have suffered a tremendous, tremendous amount of trauma. Yeah. And a lot of the, the work that we do is based in that. Right, it's um, it, it's really supporting them to number one see themselves in us, and us see the, see ourselves in them. It's it's a whole, again, you know, we think that we're going to support them, and what we always say when we leave them, and you know, 
10 out of 10 times, I'm, my hand is to my heart when I'm thanking them saying, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for listening to my story. Thank you for the, the, the presence that you give to me every single time I come. Um, so, so it really is about healing um, for everyone involved and most definitely healing this uh, trauma, you know, that, um, that you saw inside, in, in, the, in the video, you know, expressed in the video. And that, again, continues to live on inside of these um, gentlemen. However, more and more and more we see, again, the healing, the emotional intelligence, the, uh, the leadership that is coming through these gentlemen is really cool. More than cool. Yeah, and I think it's in incredible that when watching it, uh, but I imagine being there a hundred times more effective or um, I guess feeling, you feel it so much more when you're in person with them, but I felt it. I felt their energy. I felt their, I was so empathetic for them and to be seen as a human instead of a criminal is, and for them to see themselves that way the first time i think and know that they're not alone that everybody has a story and everybody got, had some sort of trauma and whether they chose the path of of uh becoming a criminal or the path of becoming an artist there's really no difference between us because everybody has something exactly. and that yeah that program is absolutely amazing and so are what are you doing with it like are you continuing well i don't know about now during the epidemic or pandemic but are you going to be doing more touring in prisons? Yes, absolutely. We go um, two, at least about two times per month. Um, obviously right now it's it's on pause. However, uh, the, the project, meaning all of us are still meeting. We meet every Tuesday to, you know, as we're all, uh, you know, being creative with our, uh, you know, the way that we express and the way that we connect our higher callings to the people who are meant to be, you know, who are called to them or who are meant to serve. We're really right now in, in creation mode. How do we creatively figure out how to keep supporting these individuals who are so worth the support? Um, how do we keep doing that during this time? So we are looking to do, you know, Zooms and continuing to do trainings in that way. Um, haven't done that yet, but um, but that is the you know that's the desire, that's the goal, that's the intention. And uh, once, of course, stay-at-home orders have been lifted, once you know we can safely, um, e even more so for them than for us, safely go go there and continue to do the work, uh, we will. But I can't tell you that I how fast I jump out of bed at four in the morning to go and like sit and converse and have the most meaningful uh, conversations and do likely some of the most meaningful work I will ever do in my entire life. Well, if you want volunteers, please let me know. <laughs> yes, we need them. So we will talk. Okay. <laughs> So awesome. Yeah. Um, what is, who is the founder of that? Thank you so much for asking because she is one amazing individual that both of you need to meet. Um, her name is Fritzy, Fritz, Fritzy Hortzman. And she actually used to be a big time producer in Los Angeles, here in Los Angeles. 
And uh, again, with the similar feelings that I just shared with you about how I can't wait to jump out of bed right at 4 a.m. to go there. And I would go there every weekend, you know, if, if that's what we could do and if that's what was approved by the prison, prisons, I should say, because we're expanding. Um, Fritzy, you know, felt that call, felt the need um, and quit her, you know, her her job in in Hollywood and started the Compassion Prison Project and I you know even as you were saying that first of all the the the, the project and um, you know the community is 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 growing and which is awesome and the the video for example too like is getting so much traction I mean I think we're upwards of like two million views I think we got almost well, yeah, anyways, it was like 300,000 in one night or something, you know, when we wow. started hearing it. So I share that to say that, you know, just like you ladies saw the video and just like I can't wait to jump out of bed and just like when I heard about Compassion Prison Project, what it was, it, there, you know, and again, I'm getting chills again, um, there is a resonance. Like we want to help, meaning we want things to change. We want reform. We want to see... Know, these human beings treated like human beings because they are and they have value and their stories have value and you know the more that um, you know we uh, yeah the more that we share all of that I think the more people just like you Eden saying hey if you you know if you want a volunteer there's mm -hmm. we have to pay attention to that energy you know that's an energy saying yeah change is here we want you know we want more we want more of this you know, in, in the world in general, you know, across, you know, across different um, populations and, and, and reasons, of course, but this one being a really important one in my heart. Yeah. Well, right. that's, you're doing incredible work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that your, your strength and your bravery, you know, comes from all the work you've done on yourself. And also we've, we always talk about how sometimes you have to have dark things happen or, or, you know, fall apart or traumas to get to that ascended place and evolved place and, you know, be more open and enlightened. And I know you, you lost your mom and brother back to back and um, you've had some other hardships. And so can you kind of explain that? Like, how did you, cause you're, you're so, it, it, it's, I'm just such an admirer of how you share your heart with your audience and on social media and everything, because I think it helps people that are going through similar stuff, just go, wow, oh my gosh, this is how she's handling this. Um, she's being authentic and vulnerable. That means I can too. And so um, could you share some of that with us? Yes, I would love to. And, and thank you so much for asking. Um, every time that somebody asks, meaning whether in a situation like this or a friend, or I should say a new friend or a friend of a friend, I always think people for asking because I think it's in that ask and really it's connected back to the compassion prison pro everything is connected to love and compassion or at least in this conversation I know because of you two ladies um, but it, you know I thank them and I thank you for asking because it is so important for you know for us to be witnessed in what really is true for us you know and and especially you know when I think about sharing on social media just how important it is for um, you know, for ourselves for sure to feel it, but for others to feel that, oh, you know, we can be professional and still lead and, you know, that there's nothing wrong with, there's, you know, that there's nothing wrong with um, having bumps, bruises, if anything, honestly, it's one of my strengths, right? It's one of our strengths. Yeah. So, um, 
so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll share a couple things um, uh, with, with the intention, Kim, exactly of what you said. It's like, you know, the more that we share, the more that others can hear and go, oh, okay, got it. You know, we're, we, we're in this together. And um, if anything, this builds our life experience. And truly that's where our value, that's where when we talk about business and when we talk about being able to, you know, help other people, it's our life experience. Right. Has that. So life experience, there's a couple things I want to mention. One, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go through it slightly quickly, but um, one is, you know, ever since I was a little girl, I, you know, you could almost say that like my story, uh, similar to a lot of the guys on the inside, my story uh, early on was uh, being raised in a, in a home uh, with domestic abuse, you know, domestic violence. Um, so I was a little, little thing. I don't remember a lot of it, um, except for, you know, still to this day, you know, if a loud bus comes, you know, sort of near me, I have a, you know, I have a physical, like I have a jump, you know, in um, just, you know, it's not thought, right? It's like a nervous system thing. It's really, really fascinating. Um, and I've, you know, done so much healing work and whatnot, but, you know, there's still, right? There's just still things that, that um that are like the you know the rings of a tree they're, they're still there and which is fine but um so so domestic abuse we ended up fleeing that situation um to make sure that my mom was safe of course to make sure that we were safe as well but particularly my mom uh so we fled from um central america uh in 1979 on a pan am flight remember pan am I love that. Yeah, there was a TV show uh, recently. Yeah, <laughs> which part of Central America? Guatemala. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my husband, yeah. my husband's family's all hun from Honduras. Oh, we're neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. One of my just goodness me, I I am just so proudly um so proudly Guatemalan as all my good friends will tell you, um yeah. So we left and um he. Anyways, he, he stayed back and, you know, we basically started a life here in the States. He ended up um, dying, um, being kidnapped and killed. Um, we not oh. quite why. We don't know the story there. Um, and then when we came to the United States, there was, you know, this new life of joy. And of, I, we were living with my um, grandmother and grandfather who lived here in the United States. Just this life of joy and lightness. And my grandmother dancing the Macarena every, you know, two steps. And I learned so much from her because she was a survivor as well. You know, just like my mom, or I should say, really, she started this whole train. And I really consider myself a survivor in so, so many ways. Um, so, so this matriarch survivor whisked up, she, she's the one who basically, um, helped us escape. And then my, we started this new life and here in the States, um, yeah, things, you know, we just each grew new wings. We were, you know, transforming, we were healing. And then, um, in the last six years, uh, both my, uh, mother and brother, um, passed tragically. My, uh, brother um, passed actually it was just a couple of days ago uh, seven years ago he was 22 at the time it was a couple of days after college graduation and we woke to the news um, in Miami uh, you know at a, at a hotel we were at we woke to the news uh, with police officers saying that he had passed in a car accident I can't even and it was on Mother's Day by the way mamas oh on Mother's Day so we get the news. My mom gets the news. My mom literally uh, loses her her legs. Right, her legs become noodles. She, you know, had to wheel her around 
Um, it was it was such a um, yeah one of the biggest heartbreaks I can possibly tell you about, um, which which leads me to say this last part that you know my mom essentially died of a broken heart. Um, yeah. uh, almost to the day two years later. Um, and she was such a survivor. You know, when I think of my Oma who had the guts and, you know, to, to, you know, my father used to hide the passports underneath his, his um, pillow because he was afraid we would leave. Right. And she, and he was a tough guy. So um, that she had the, the guts to go there and steal. I don't know how she did it, but get us on a plane. And then my mom who three days after Dino died, um, there she was still like light in other words like so so obviously so sad but one of our um one of her grandchildren it was her birthday like a couple days after Gino died and guess who was there Nancy you know mama Nancy Gigi we called her um Gigi was there with balloons with her big smile just adding to the you know to the to the festivities even amidst the the pain um it's just such a survivor and so I think of myself um, you know, honestly, with such pride, again, these stories to me are not stories that are, ooh, let's keep them hidden or, ooh, that's not whatever. It feels, it feels so rich to say, I come from this family of women, could be men too, but in my case, it's, it happens to be two women. Um, I come from this family and this line of women who, um, A, who love very deeply, be who, no matter what happens, you know, make the best of any situation, and um, and you know, don't like to hide any part of themselves. You know, whether it's the, the where they come from, or how they got here, to um, just sharing their heart. You know, my uh, to this day, I, I dance almost daily, and now I've you know, I grab my husband all the time, and I'm dancing in the living room a lot during these stay-at-home orders. And um, I learned that so much from Oma. You know, she she had so many very tragic things happen in her own life. And what was she what was she teaching me when I was living with her? Dance it out. Yes, I'm gonna cry. I might cry. I might I might have just cried. Five minutes later, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do a little dance. I'm gonna you know shake it off. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. She never hid the tears. She never hid the joy either. And I think. Those are the two things I, if I do anything in this lifetime is using all of that for great good, right? So you, I think of the Compassion Wisdom Project, but then I also think of if there's a second thing that I do in this, in this world is to model that for my son every single day. In fact, he's 14 now and he's, he's a, he has a very, a wicked sense of humor. And he said to me the other day, mama, I remember, he goes, you've done this many times. He goes, but I remember this time we were in the car and we had just watched um, uh, Zootopia and uh, you were laughing hysterically when we came out of the movie. And then two minutes later, you're crying because it reminded you, the songs reminded you of Gigi. And I said, exactly, honey. That's, that's how emotion works sometimes. You know, you just feel, when you feel it all, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You have access to the range. And sometimes yeah. and the range means tears to joy or joy to tears. And anyway, we had a nice laugh about it, um, which is exactly what my grandma would say in Spanish. She would always say, um, I would rather laugh. No, she would say, I would rather laugh than cry. Um, she would cry, but um, meaning laughter was always something we, that she leaned into. Um, mm -hmm. 
joy. And so, uh, you know, I definitely try to bring that um, to the guys on the inside times a million, you know, um, every right. single time we go. That, that reminds me of one of the questions we were going to ask you, and I wonder if you just answered it, but I'll say it, the, um, the idea of unapologetic self-expression. I wanted to ask you, what is your idea of that? What is the definition to you? But I think you just explained that. I did. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah, like a lot of women, women, a lot of women struggle with that. They are so repressed and they so, they're so like, you know, they are afraid to let all of themselves out. So I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. To Eden, honor both sides. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Unapologetic expression for sure is you know, expressing the multi-dimensional and the multifaceted side of us, right? I can yeah. be a professional woman, and I am, and I can be so silly and childlike at the same time, right? And my husband knows that very well. So expressing that range for sure, but Eden, what you picked up on, and that is, it's, it's beautiful that you said that, because as I was sharing it, I was in my own mind thinking, this is exactly what expression is about. It's about, you know, not feeling like we have to apologize or feel imperfect or feel wrong um, because we either are silly or have just cried or share about something, you know, that didn't feel so great, you know, whether it's on social media or with a friend or what, you know, in private or in public. It's, um, it's having, you know, having access, what we just said before, having access to the, the full range of um of our ability to express and i think the more that we are kim to your point earlier that we are um you know authentic in our sharing or i should say you know even just vulnerable in our sharing um something beautiful happens and hopefully you are in the process of supporting other people i mean i feel you know um of course, it's one of the reasons I also share is, is for healing. You know, I think um, every time we write and we write honestly, it heals. And I yeah. hope that in those moments of healing um, that, that are for ourselves or, you know, where, where, we, or where, where we feel creatively expressed, talking about our joy or posting my dance videos or whatever it is, that we are truly supporting other women in particular to be like, oh, look you know, that's an expressed woman. And what part of my beautiful, uh, you know, multidimensional, multifaceted self, and, you know, can I start to paint with, you know, what, what part of myself can I really let out um, of, um, of hiding? Right, right. It actually makes me think of um, last night, I was watching the Gary Marshall tribute. And he was so much like that. Like he was just so like just let out himself unapologetically and was uplifting everyone around him and balanced everything so well. And it's just such an example of, of the, of the unapologetic self-expression. I just thought it reminded me of that. So I think more people can strive for that because it's such freedom. It is. And, and, you know, when I talked to Nolan, again, my 14 year old about it, literally about this topic, um, and hopefully it's more of a modeling, right, than a talking, but we do have these conversations where I say, Noli, you know, one of the things um, that, that I most want for you in your life is to feel a comfort in your own skin. Because when I saw Oma express herself, she would get up and dance in front of, like in restaurants where you weren't supposed to dance, you know, you're supposed to dance. And, um, you know, that sort of breaking of the rules, I completely um, 
support. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's like the, the message that I tell people, it's okay to be messy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> so you, I know you went on something recently, you went out in the woods or the jungles or some kind of really interesting adventure, spiritual retreat. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. Oh my goodness. And in fact, the Compassion, Compassion Prison Project and this, what I'm about to share with you, um, you know, to the side of, of having my son and probably the day I got married and, you know, maybe a couple other moments, uh, I would say that the, uh, the work that we're doing, you know, on the inside and this experience I had out in the wild um, just are right up there, top, you know, mm -hmm. four or five life experiences. Um, wow. So I was called as a result of losing uh, Dino and my mom uh, in the ways that we did um, and, um, and so closely together too. There was something about that, right? That, gosh, because two years in, you know, you might think like, oh, we're supposed to be healed. <laughs> grief, you know, grief is not, is not a linear thing like that. But so losing my mom so quickly was, yeah, was, was a, a, a big, a big, another break um, for sure. And so recently was last July or July of 2019 um, I had this desire this really strong desire and it wasn't an idea that came from here in other words it wasn't a, an intellectual like oh I should go and do this you know it was, it was literally an idea that was dropped in my lap from some divine source go and do this right and so I was like oh what is this and the words that, that, that came were uh, something about an, a nature immersion and I was like are there such things? What's a nature immersion? So quickly looked it up. Long story short, um, found my way to uh, what a vision quest was. And I, I know what a vision quest is, but I hadn't thought of one for myself. I know that Native Americans used to do it. Actually, many traditions do it. But um, so uh, found a, a group, a beautiful group who, uh, you know, who guide these uh, these rites of passage for people. And I was like in like, I didn't even need to know the details. I was like, I'm in, it was a nine day, uh, wilderness journey where four of those days you are fasting. So you are only drinking water. Um, and those days you are also in the wild on your own. So what the three elements that make up a vision quest are, there is no social interaction. So you're on your own, you're on your own solo journey, which Kim, Eden, and myself, we are all on a solo journey anyway in this life, really. And I mean that in the most empowered way. Right. Um, it's beautiful uh, to, and to have like felt that in this journey myself, like, wow, I actually have a lot of, I enjoy my company and I was able to calm my nervous system. And like, I have a lot in here that, that I can do for my own self. You know, I don't need to look externally. So um, four days, yeah, we're drinking water. Uh, on your own, let's see here, so, solo journey, no uh, interaction with anyone else, and then obviously no food. Um, and I did it, to go back to Dino and my mom, I did it, um, again, as a, as a healing journey, really, you know, a spiritual journey um, for myself. And I was really curious and really excited to learn more about myself and to see just to, to reconnect back with nature. Um, and yes, the nature outside of myself, but also very much the nature within myself. You know, what do I have naturally at my 
fingertips, if you will, um, that allows me to heal. You know, how do I nurture myself? How was I able to calm my nervous system? It was pretty cool, you know, to just realize how much power, how much ability we have to nurture ourselves. Um, so uh, for, for those days, I was on my own, the, the days leading to and the late the days after the solo journey, I was with uh, a group of very, uh, four other women. And, um, you know, I was very afraid uh, before heading up there. It was a four hour drive to get up to where we were going to start. Extremely afraid of bears because they live there. <laughs> um, of mountain lions because they live there. Yeah. And um, it was honestly one of, the, one of the reasons as well that I did it. It was just like when I started to find out and, you know, I trained for it and everything. It's a, f a very physical thing. You're carrying yeah. a on backpack. Yeah. You're walking. You're really, really brave. <laughs> like extremely. Kim, to my husband, a few days ago, I said, I still can't believe, oh, cause I was drinking, I did a one day water fast like four days ago and I was halfway through my one day water fast, which to me, I still do sort of as a spiritual thing. It's, it's really beautiful actually. And has a lot of health benefits for, for any of us who have tummy stuff, which I do. Um, and so I said to him in the middle of the day, I said, honey, I'm so hungry. I don't know how the heck I did four days without water. But to your point about the bravery, that too, I thought to myself, oh my goodness. Many times after, like, how, you know, how, 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 but wow. uh, it just, you know, to complete that thought, it, it really was an experience that, um, speaking of, you know, that sur sort of survivor, survivor or that, um, yeah, that survivor, uh, woman being spirit, you know, resilient spirit that I have living inside. It was, it was a really big expression of that. It was, it was, um, just a reminder to me of, of definitely of how beautiful nature is and how um, how held I felt, you know, right. by everything there, including the little animals and stuff. I did not see, actually, I did see one bear, but not, um, it, he wasn't close. And um, and so, so being closer to nature, um, again, connecting to the natural, like to my nature, um, to, yeah, the power within, and then also just uh, realizing, oh yeah, you know, if I, if I continue to do this thing of choosing challenges for myself, you know, maybe I won't suffer at the hands of the challenges that come unchosen, you know, which they come, you know, uh, whether it's stay at home orders or a loss or tragic loss or whatever it is. And so, uh, not just after Dino and my mom died, but before it was probably like four or five years ago, I started to put myself through, you know, through experiences like this that I was excited about, but that I also had a healthy amount of fear uh, about um, to really just remind myself of, um, of my strength, but then also to honestly, you know, if I'm being totally honest, to, to also, you know, gain and, and give myself this sort of muscle memory of, okay, you know, if, if something comes, you know, comes into my life that's out of my control, which absolutely happens in all of our lives, um, there will be another layer of resilience that I can pull from or that I can remember. Hey, in fact, yeah. I will complete it with saying this, my son, we're, we're about to do a, um, a canopy, what's that called? A zip line in Guatemala. Yeah. And I got really nervous. I saw my hands started to shake and I've done them before, but I don't love heights. So, 
So I'm on the thing, I have my helmet on and everything, and I turn around and I say to Nolan, say to Nolan and Josh, I said, I don't know, can I do this, you guys? Something like that. And my then 13 year old looks at me and he goes, Vision Quest, Mama, Vision Quest. In other words, <laughs> finding me like, lady, you you were nervous about bears and you did four days, you know, da da da. You're you're fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. You can write a whole bravery book. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, think man. so. Um, a lot of humor. Yeah, just, it's just so inspiring. All the different unique things like you're such a great example of like a transformational leader um can you tell us more about like any workshops you have or how you work with clients what you have coming up and how they can find you oh yes you're so sweet um yeah so michellegelati.com is where you can find um, i blog a lot so and i'm i honestly i consider myself almost like a writer before anything else so if you love to read short stories or you know read from people, michellegelati.com is the place where you can find that. And that I'll spell that M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-D-H-I-L-O-T-T-I.com. And um, on that page, you'll also find, I actually have a um, complimentary uh, retreat coming up. So if anyone, um, and it's actually, yeah, it's just days after this, this is airing. So it's perfect. Uh, so for anyone who is interested in that, you'll see it on the blog. Um, and if you subscribe to the newsletter, you'll for sure see it. Trust me, you, if, if anything that you heard here was like, Hey, it could, you know, this, this, this resonated with me, the, the virtual retreat where we're going to go deeper into soul, uh, uh, you know, self mining, you know, mining more of, of our, of our deeper selves. You'll really enjoy that. Um, so that's, what's coming up. And, um, gosh, and then on, on Facebook, I am doing live streams every Sunday, uh, at Michelle Gelati Mandel. So you can find me there. Nice. And you, I, that's really nice to give back to offer that for free. Yeah. So. Yeah. It feels, this is, yeah. The, it is. I know it's a time. For, it's I've been a doing time. a lot of stuff like free or donation only just the last like six weeks, just because it's, I feel called, you know, right now. 100% same. Yeah. So, well, thank you. I mean, earlier Eden and I, I don't know if you noticed, but we're totally wiping away tears. Like we were just so touched by everything you shared. And um, I just found myself, you know, I feel like I've known you along the way, you know, probably like nine years. And so I, I saw all that happening, you know, and so I felt very connected to what you were saying. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And honestly, I, I want to just, um, you know, send the gratitude back to you two. Um, you know, when you asked uh, me to be a part of this today, I was so, you know, it was just such a, a fast and, and, and big hearted yes. Um, and Kim, again, I've, I've known you and Eden and, and, and what I've been able to, to read of you and, and whatnot. There's just, there is so much heart. There's so much meaning. There's so much purposeful purposeful drive to what you ladies are doing with this project and and everything else um and so i just want to say thank you because it's conversations that the world you know well, we all need more of right myself yeah, included, yeah. raising both arms raising both arms yeah, yeah. oh thank you thank you so yes yeah all right i'm well, glad that we won and stay tuned for a word from our sponsor Hi, so I'm here with a new sponsor, and her name is Missy Fowler. Missy is an intuitive inner awareness guide and an emotion code practitioner. She is a previous guest from our podcast, 
And she's here today to share with us something very special that she has to offer to our audience. Hi, Missy. Hello, everyone. Eden and Kim, thank you for having me here. I am so grateful for this opportunity to be here and to be of service, however that might be. So today, I would just love to offer my time. During these times of uncertainty, we're all going through our own unique experiences. Lots of feelings and emotions are going through us inside us. Through conversation, we're able to connect and check in and see what they're all connected to. So today, what I'd love to do is just offer an exclusive free 15-minute session for all your loyal talk, purpose, and truth listeners. What this will entail is just having a conversation to go within to find the answers that you have within you, to get to the root of whatever it is that you are harboring inside and just help you to release them. Wow, that sounds great. What an amazing offer. I hope all of our audience members will take advantage of this. Missy, tell us how can they find you? Okay, for, there's two ways you can find me. You can find me on Facebook at Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, Fowler, F as in Frank, O-W-L-E-R. In the abbreviation, my maiden name is Floria. That's how you'll know it's me. And then you can text or call me at 661-513-4440. I'm so looking forward to chatting with you all. Thank you so much. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.